0: Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast, brought to you by Superior Equipment Repair. I'm John. And I'm Robert. And how's your week been, Robert?
1: Oh, I just got back in town. I was in Arizona last week, and uh, I left when it was in the high of 60s in the Sacramento Valley and uh, went to Arizona and thought, man, it's hot. I can't wait to get back uh, to cooler weather. But when I got back, uh, it's back to being hot again.
0: Yeah, we went straight from uh spring to summer. I mean, last week when we recorded this, it was uh 60 degrees and pouring ass rain, and here we are. It's over 90. Um, I'm ready for the swimming pool here shortly when we're done recording this cuz I'm going to go down to share Joe's place and s- see her pool and uh probably drink more farmers than I should and uh, have an awesome afternoon. So,
1: nice. Yeah. Yeah, one of those, I've always, I don't have a pool, as you know, but uh, I've always wanted one, so we're, uh, I guess, lake people. When we want to cool down, we go up to the lake.
0: Oh, yeah, I love, well, back when I lived in Smartsville, I was the former mayor of Smartsville, as most folks know, and uh, uh, Bright was five miles from my doorstep, and we spent a lot of time there. I love that lake. I like the river, too, and I'm going to have to get used to it living down here, Um and this year it's gonna be, I mean, it's great. I love, I drive over the, the uh, feather on the way to work, you know, every day and I love it. It's, it's awesome, man. We're, uh, the, well, I guess the feather and the Yuba, because I go through Yuba City and Marysville and they're both higher than hell and we're gonna have plenty of water to play all year. So I'm excited about that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've noticed the same thing. The rivers are looking good. Uh, when I flew back into Sacramento, I was looking out the plane window coming in and just seeing the central valley tractors everywhere lots of uh you know all kinds of crops getting planted canals full of water mountains full of snow oh yeah we've been busy as heck at the shop this week working
0: on rice farmer stuff getting it ready um yeah they're working like hell i'm already seeing a lot of stuff flooded up like you said last week uh our one property is already flooded up ready to go so exciting time of year and uh Memorial so, Day is just around the corner. That's, uh, that's right. That's kind of amateur weekend. I don't go anywhere that weekend.
1: <laughs> you don't. You don't go to the Inglebrae on nah, Memorial Day weekend. No. I bet that place is a zoo.
0: Oh yeah, shit show and uh, yeah. You want to get in trouble on the water? Go that weekend. You know, it not just law enforcement from other idiot dirt bags. So.
1: Well, I go to the uh, one of our spots that we like to go to, and it has to be a a year with decent water like this year, or else the lake's just you know it's it's pretty uh dire but it should be good this year um you know sometimes we go up to francis
0: oh yeah that's a good one that's yeah. a good one
1: now that place is a is a shit show sometimes yeah. though you, you got to go there early and leave early like you you can't be out there at five six in the afternoon on saturday
0: yeah any uh any of those lower foothill lakes that are real accessible for yeah city folk uh they get kind of freaking beat down
1: so the white trash tier system uh there's lots of level uh yeah. <laughs> level twos and threes <laughs> at francis on a saturday summer summer saturday afternoon
0: i'm sure there is yeah yeah that uh man we just recorded that one it uh, dropped on wednesday and we had a huge response on it uh, people from all across the country have been messaging us and have been texting me personally um, everybody's kind of self-identifying on it and it's everybody had a lot of fun with it and uh i think it's awesome man i i thought it would be funny and everybody seemed to like it so it was uh definitely a good topic to hit on when we're out of hunting season so uh i'm just glad we did it you know it it was a great hit
1: well and it's going to help too because you you use that uh that that numbering system just in conversation, so it's helpful to know what you're talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, now we'll be able to drop it in the podcast when we're explaining things, and uh, I know for me, personally, I've uh, noticed a lot of Dodge Chargers uh, causing trouble more so lately than even normal. Maybe it's just, you know, if you think about a white car, you see a white car, and uh, that's kind of the way it's been with me. I had one uh, heading down Roseville last night, and uh, traffic's 65 is 65 coming out of lincoln and on right. friday traffic's packed and uh there's some guy weaving in and out cutting everybody off you know yep. and then next thing you know he's going 45 miles an hour on his phone then you pass him and he gets all mad and realizes what's happened it's just yep you know it's
1: very typical dodge charger behavior
0: yes yes and i I dealt with that to the, like i say just last night so you know it's uh, true for a reason. A couple of people we heard a little bit, got a little bit butthurt about it, and I, I think it's hilarious, you know. Uh,
1: well, they ought to sell their car and get a, get something else. I, so, I, yeah. I
0: couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. But uh, you we'll know, elaborate a little bit more as we go on about the different levels because there was one guy that I like, and he has a challenger, and he uh, threatened to stalk me and keep a lookout next time at, I'm at a park with my kids or something, but uh, he's got some bad news because uh, I don't hang out in parks. My kids are way too big for that. But uh, <laughs> he threatened to drive by with his yeah, no exhaust on his car and disturb my beautiful Sunday uh. afternoon. So unless he's uh, willing to hang out till I have grandkids and then he might find me, uh, you're not going to see me hanging out in a park. That was just an example, but. Uh, it's all fun and games, and it's been a, it's been a fun week interacting with everybody online and, and my personal uh, message. You know, I, I lived out of state, so I've talked to people I've lived out of state with about it. And they thought it was hilarious, and it's just it's been a lot of fun, and I'm glad we did it, man. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I don't want to go too deep, or. Yeah, too far into this podcast without mentioning uh, our our sponsor, Superior Equipment Repair, superiorequipmentrepair.com, and just the, the cool equipment we have, thanks to them, that we're using for the first time.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, we probably sound a little bit different to you guys, uh, well, hopefully better. Uh, we've been fooling around here for a couple hours trying to figure out exactly how to work it. Uh, I'm sure it'll get better as we go along, but it's a lot better than what we were using at the beginning, so uh, I want to... Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Superior for getting the stuff and shout out to Vlad, the parts guy, for kind of helping me pick out what I needed and, you know, dealing with my questions and all this tech stuff that I don't know about when he's busy as hell. So we appreciate the hell out of it. And uh, I, I think it's it's awesome. It's just, I, you know, we're going somewhere, man. This is cool. Well,
1: it's pretty cool, too, because we have the, the headphones and microphones set up so we're able to hear each other and... And uh, we don't have to have the phone in between us like we were doing before.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, and the thing's portable. So we're going to be able to, you know, like we talked about, going out there to farmers and doing this. We're going to do that here. Once baseball's done, I'm sure we'll go out there and do a episode out there. And, uh, no, it's, it's awesome. And listen to this, guys. We got some pretty cool sounds here. I'll give you just a little taste of what we got coming.
1: Yeah. We <laughs> got the soundboard. We got a soundboard,
0: <laughs> man. Yeah, yes. And uh, there is a lot of cheering fans, you know, because now that we're basically celebrities doing this, uh, so sometimes they'll be real, other times we're going to insert that in there, but, you uh, know, the soundboard's definitely going to be a fun thing that we're doing going forward, so.
1: Well, it's, what's kind of cool about being, a, living in a small pond is a little easier to become a big fish, right? I mean, we're probably easily in the top 100 of YouTuber podcast. <laughs>
0: I would say so. Yeah. I would think we probably are, yes, yes. We've uh, definitely uh, got the market cornered in our miniature little part of the world here. It's pretty funny, man.
1: No, for sure. So, uh, you mentioned, you know, hitting the river or whatever. Have you had a chance to take your boat out this this season?
0: No, man. Work's been crazy as heck, and, you know, us trying to coordinate with doing this deal, I haven't, and I... You know, if it was duck season, I would have made time somehow, but right. I haven't. Uh, one of the kids at work, you know, you ought to be very thankful. He, was, We let him have a day off on a Wednesday, and he went with his grandpa. And they launched out of Boyd's, and they, I think they got a four-man limit. Wow. Yeah, that was on the feather. And he was saying he was hearing it's starting to slow down on the feather a little bit. But the uh, sack's still on fire. And what I've seen on Instagram, it looks like all the big-name guides are catching – Fish and some lunkers too, you know. Uh, I know I I need to get out there. I'm running out of time here. Everybody's talking like it might go through June, so I gotta get out there at least a couple times before it's over. I know I won't see you anywhere near the river, but uh, no. Um, I would definitely like to do it.
1: Yeah, if you're a Dodge Charger driver and you think that you hate me, wait wait till you hear about my views on fishing. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah he's a little bit biased with the fishing i'm a little more open to it i don't have the passion for it like the waterfowl but there was one day that i did and uh with this you know high water year i i'm dying to get out there man I, i'm gonna have to just carve out the time and do it you know
1: yeah i think i'd rather uh well i was gonna say i don't know what i'd rather do <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather i'd like i like to hike like i'd rather hike or or something like that. Yeah, um, I've
0: seen a couple of your uh, homoerotic posts that you put on your personal page with, when you're all your hiking. Yeah. 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 What's, yeah. What's homoerotic
1: about my short yeah, yeah, shorts or? Yeah.
0: Oh, the short shorts, the uh, posing with wildflowers. I mean, it's a. Uh, all right. Little bit of a, you know, little different than something I might post. But hey, each to their own, man. Like I say, I, uh, I'm very open-minded. Uh, Robert, on the other hand, he's very not so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah oh yeah see we're so this is uh this is real life not a not a studio but we're sitting in my in my living room and look out the window and see a crop duster headed out to d10
0: yep yep that's awesome man time of year um i'm excited about it man i say we've been busy at work we've been dealing with hay squeezes and had to get a bunch of grain trailers all inspected up, ready to go and everything and uh I don't know, it's an exciting time of year. I've been seeing dove like crazy at the shop this year.
1: Now, that's one thing I know. So, when I was in Arizona this last week, there was dove all over that place.
0: Yeah, I've heard really good stories about dove yeah. hunting in Arizona. I never done it. Um, I'd like to do it.
1: It kind of pumped me up. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: I, it's, it's we still got a ways away, but time flies, man. I'm friggin' yeah. We know. got
1: less than four months. I mean, t-
0: yeah, and I mean, just the way shit life flies, man. Uh, and it seems like here we are again every week, which you know I can't believe it's already Saturday again. So yeah, we'll be there before we know it. But uh, I've not seen a lot of birds at the shop, and uh, so I can't imagine that ain't gonna help. We'll wait a little while till we go out to our public spot and do a little bit of scouting and see how it looks, but.
1: Yep, we'll go ahead and post the GPS coordinates on our Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, (laughs) yeah. We'll have uh, all kinds of friggin' mullet-ridden kids out there in square-toed boots friggin' taking our spot.
1: Yep, bring your flat-billed hats. and. yep,
0: yep, and your goofy laugh and you don't talk. and
1: Your vape pins. Yep.
0: It seems to be the style now to kind of, like, act like you're dumb even when you're not. I don't know if you've noticed that, but with my daughter and some of her friends, they might not be, like, on the, like, retarded spectrum uh-huh. but they like act that way and they give you real short answers and they sound like they're stoned all the time even when they don't smoke weed I, I don't know it's a weird deal going on with the youth but uh I don't know we have dealt with it
1: well I think yeah I, I kind of remember being a teenager and, and the coo- you know it's like cool to be you know uh, a loser In some ways, you know, when you're a teenager, like, it's, like, cool not to care about school and, uh, you know.
0: Well, the the outlaw with these kids are, they're just, uh, it's, like, hard to get a conversation out of someone, you know. And then all they do is this weird little laugh and you talk to them. And then every once in a while you meet a normal one. But, you know, we have some of them run through the shop that are a little bit like uh, my daughter's friends. And uh, my daughter, hey. God bless her. Uh, She's joining the Navy, man.
1: Right on. Yeah, that'll be cool.
0: Yeah, I'm proud of her. Uh, I guess the the drop dead, no turning back, your AWOL day is Tuesday. She's going to go to Sacramento and do all her MEPs and all that stuff. So, exciting time. I'm going to miss the hell out of her, but I'm really excited that she's going to get out there. and She's going to do something, and she's going to... You know, who knows if she'll be just a four-year minimum or stay for twenty. Who knows? But I'm, I'm really proud of her for making that decision all on her own, and I just—it's awesome. You'll see. I'm not into stickers on my pickup, but you're gonna see a, my daughter's a U.S. sailor on the back of my prize Chevrolet here before long. So I'm excited about that.
1: Yeah, oh, that's awesome. You—that's uh, gotta make you feel pretty young.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um and she's not even my oldest but uh yeah she uh if anybody knows her sharon she's a badass best son i ever raised i <laughs> often say you know she's a hell of a kid and uh i just gotta be proud of her and the decision she's making to go forward with this so i'll probably uh end up going to her boot camp graduation oh yeah that. yeah
1: you got to do yeah. that so super important
0: a little tidbit about my personal life but that's definitely a plus so we're looking forward to that
1: yeah yeah so yeah we picked up the uh might hear some chewing background noise but oh john's gonna move his microphone uh but we picked up some duck sticks today we had some sausage and and sticks made up from uh from this year's some of this year's harvest um you know i think i mentioned our first podcast but I kind of, this season, did a variety of things. I have some sausage made up, some duck sticks made up, and then some whole, um, you know, I saved some whole duck breasts, and then some whole speckle belly birds uh, in the freezer that I've been smoking periodically. We had, I think the first time we did this podcast, we were eating some speck.
0: Yeah, no, no, and they're... They're good. That, that's why all the old-timers come that way. No, that oh, you have to, yeah. I mean, that was excellent. These are good, too. We'll give, actually, a free plug to the country butcher. That's where we do it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get out on it this year. Um, I was. I ate a lot of the ducks as I shot them because we were getting so many this year. So I didn't end up with much of a grind pile because normally I do this, too. But uh, I ended up getting half of mine of flavor I didn't really like. And I'm like, you know what? And we kind of picked and sorted through, and I ended up taking a lot of the teal, and I love teal, so I cooked up a lot of teal during the season and ate. I still have a couple left to go in the fridge, but uh, now this stuff's good. This is uh, spicy portuguese sticks,
1: yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. So, I get the uh, I got a bunch of the spicy Hawaiian sausage, it's very similar flavor, but uh, you know, perfect for throwing on the Traeger in the summer and real easy. Oh yeah. Easy way to do it.
0: Now that trigger you got is pretty badass. You got the new one you operate on your phone and everything. Yeah the
1: Ironwood 650.
0: Yeah mine I got the old school one with just a knob on it and it's been lit on fire multiple times and uh I've had to put a new heating element in and a new it's it's definitely been through some stuff and cooked plenty of meat but uh yeah I gotta love triggers they're cool or any other smoker for that matter some guys like the the Green Mountain one's a pretty good one, I guess. And they're yeah, there, they're everywhere now.
1: I mean, I'm I'm a trigger guy because I just you know I I like them. I first heard about them on the uh, well, I've heard about them. Be- you know, you had one. You were an early adopter.
0: Yeah, by the time I got them, there wasn't a whole lot of other options, and it just uh, happened to be a sale at my local hardware store on Memorial Day or something. So I think I got mine back in 2018 or something, and uh, yeah, it has been good. I use the thing all the damn time.
1: Yeah, so they have, um, I, I was just looking it up now, have you seen these flat rock ones they have?
0: Oh, is that their way of creating or uh, competing with that, what do they call that one? Blackstone, is that Blackstone, one? yeah. Yeah, so whether.
1: see the, tr- the drip tray on these are like on the bottom, not on the side.
0: Now, can you do both on that or is that just a, like a griddle, straight griddle?
1: I think it's a griddle.
0: Oh, that was smarter than, but it's still a smoker.
1: I don't think so. I think I think it might.
0: I don't know. Huh? What do they run?
1: Oh, I have no clue. I haven't really looked at them.
0: The Blackstones are pretty reasonable, I think, and it's stuff on like I mean that's like Waffle House for all you folks. I I love the Waffle House, man. You've had to beat the Waffle House at some point. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. Oh, I love that place, man.
1: Yeah, that's some true that's a real southern thing isn't it
0: yeah yeah it is i mean like i say i was only there a couple of years but i friggin' loved that that thing was dang, $900. Nine hundred,
1: yeah nine hundred dollars for the trigger flat rock
0: i don't think the blackstone stones would cost that much no
1: well i'm i'm with you like i like i like traeger uh i know you were an early adopter and then um you know i was i listened to joe rogan sometimes and he had a episode where he was talking about just how the Traeger works and that's what really sold me on it but uh but in general, I think pellet grills. You know, let's let's be honest. At the end of the day, it's all it's the same. It's the food that really matters, right? So, uh, you know, you can you can make great food with a lot of different pellet grills. And, and
0: they're super easy. You know, I mean, a lot of people, the purists, the barbecue says it's you know it's cheating. This is like the in the barbecue world, this is like the you know the the penned raised bird version of hunting <laughs> using one of these instead of charcoal and all that but exactly I mean, check out
1: this brisket i smoked <laughs> yeah
0: and i'm no pit master so it definitely works for me i mean i never hardly cooked anything until i got one of these things and
1: uh well i'm the same way i don't i don't think uh i made a brisket as soon as i got my trigger because it's one of those things that without the trigger i don't think i'd be able to pull it off
0: no it makes it super
1: simple and it, it, you know it's everything is just
0: easy yeah, and like I say, it's all of them. I'm not going to plug Traeger alone because...
1: Sure, yeah.
0: Um, Yours gets hot enough. My old one, it won't hardly get to 500, and that's a problem sometimes. If you want to, like, just cook a steak hot and fast or something, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't expect, I when I said I got it in 2018, I didn't expect to wear it out and already need another one by now, because if you had a propane grill, it'd still be fine. Yeah. That was the only thing that I didn't like, because it seems like I wore it out pretty quick, but...
1: Yeah, that's funny you mentioned that. That was my, when I was you know thinking about grill, I was wasn't sure if I was gonna go pellet grill or propane. This was a couple of years ago, and uh, I ended up going to the pellet grill, mostly because of just how easy they are. And it seems like,
0: well, and their website is super cool. Like recipes, yeah. if you follow them to a T, this stuff comes out great. You know.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: I really like them, but this uh, this flat top, flat rock they call it on, huh? that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, for 900 bucks. Yeah, I ain't going to buy that, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that other that other brand is definitely. I do cheaper. have,
0: and I guess this is a friggin', maybe a tier system way of doing it. I got a cast iron little griddle uh-huh. that I throw on mine, and I'll do uh, like.
1: Oh, you'll some, put it on the trigger? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'll cook french fries on it. Yeah, on okay. So I'll go get some friggin' Arby's fries at Walmart and throw a little oil in there, yep. and I'll throw them and I'll cook them that way.
1: Yeah, I have a um, a cast iron thing I put on my trigger, too. Have you ever, have you done the smoked cream cheese? I have not. I've heard it's awesome, though. Oh, it's it's so simple, too. You just get a thing of cream cheese, a block of it, and uh, sc- score it a little bit with a knife and throw some seasoning like you would a brisket or a tri-tip or something. Just throw some random seasoning on there and smoke it for really as long as you want to or as short as you want to. Uh, it, you You think... It's all gonna melt and become, you know. Yeah. No, it, it holds and and it's just a really easy way to make a dip. Like it's real soft when you uh, dip a chip into it, but it's not. Uh, it doesn't just oh, melt all over place. Give
0: that a shot, man. That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, the summer weather's, you know, getting kind of in the mood to start start grilling again and.
0: Oh yeah, I mean I do it all year, but it ain't nearly as much fun. No. Well, I got mine under cover. So I do it in the winter. I'm out there in pouring rain cooking. Yeah,
1: that's you know. that, that's nice.
0: Yeah, I uh but uh not easy way for a simpleton to learn how to cook pretty dang good food. And waterfowl on it's awesome. Like I say, those specks you cooked a month or so ago, those were awesome, man. Yep.
1: Yeah, I'd use the uh I think some cherry pellets and just put it on the I got the super smoke on, on my trigger, so put it on super smoke until it reaches the uh desired temperature and that, that skin skin on the speck, that's the way to oh, do that's it. that's the way to do it. The
0: sprig, too, man. Yeah. You know, if, as long as you got that good white fat, not that yellow stuff, you're golden, man. Just
1: locks in that flavor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, this is kind of a funny story. It just keeps popping back in my head after we talk about the Waffle House. Did I ever tell you about the time I beat the shit out of the cook at the Waffle House? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Let's go ahead and okay, this hear your a, crime right on our podcast. A,
0: you know, I'm not going to pick the level, but I was a little bit further down this
1: tier okay. system. Okay, this is before time. you were a 5.
0: Yeah, and I, and I ain't a 5 right now, you know. I uh, I mean, I think I touched the sun for a minute and was a 5 for a short period of time. But, you know, like I said last week, I think I'm probably a 4 or 5. Yeah. Uh, but, no, this is a funny story, and this is a low down the, you know, tier system I guess this is technically level two behavior because there was police <laughs> involved and stuff. <laughs> Ooh. Um, it's funnier than hell. It wasn't funny at the time, but it's funny now. And it was uh, one of my wife's, you know, long ago.
1: All right. Yeah. And
0: uh, she was working at the Waffle
1: House. Oh, <laughs> 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 okay, so... I feel like we need to amend the spectrum. If if you have, if you or your spouse is working at the Waffle House, that automatically puts you on the spectrum, right?
0: I would think, but we don't have them around here, so it's kind of hard yeah. to judge. I would think, yeah, but yeah, I, I would have to think so.
1: Yeah, this this is very much, uh, uh, I guess, following the theme of. Of the, the tier system. So your wife is working at the Waffle House.
0: Yep. And I was out fishing. in the. We weren't in the boat. We were out fishing in Pensacola Bay. All right. And uh had my kids with me. And she was doing the night shift at the Waffle House. Yeah. And we thought we'd go in there. And uh, she was, at the time, a lot I didn't know about was going on and stuff. And uh, she went in there and she was complaining about the cook, talking how all she does is. You know, sit around and talk and not work and everything. And of course, you know, I I gotta defend the honor of my wife. (laughs) Later on down the road, I found out most of these things were true. (laughs) But so I, the guy was outside having a cigarette, and I she was complaining about him, and I went out there and I he was a little guy, and I, you know, hey, it's just you're talking about my wife, you know, blankety blank blank blank. And I fully expect him to just roll over and it'd be done, and we'd be fine. No, he's like, yeah, no, she's sitting there talking to some friggin' dude half her shift every night. Oh, oh I, my dumb mind not understanding, you know.
1: And the guy, <laughs> he's th- telling, he's hooking he's you up basically right now. Yeah, telling, yeah,
0: she's hanging out with some dude, and you're, you know, and I and I thought, well, oh, really? And the dude just was straight up, yeah. She, she's friggin' a piece of shit. You know? And so I expect him to roll over, he didn't. So, what are you supposed to do when you're level two? I just hit him. (laughs) So, next thing you know, I'm in there pounding the hell out of this poor guy. Up against the window with all the Patriots. I got him up against the window. (laughs) And all these people are in there eating. (laughs) And I kicked him in the face. And he kind of was duckering down. And I had these kind of big logging boots on at the time. And I kicked him right in the nose. And, uh, like I say, everybody's in there seeing this. And, uh. So then he, he gave up real quick then, and then I I just run off, you know, because like, after it got a little serious fast, and I just run off and hit in the bushes. Well, cops show up, everything else. Well, this is right in the infancy of cell phones. So I did have a cell phone. Well, they know who I am. It's this waitress's husband is the one that did this. Those are kids sitting over there coloring on their friggin' <laughs> tablecloth. <laughs> oh, oh, no and uh so i'm you know i'm i'm observing all this as the cops show up from the bushes and everything and sure enough my phone rings and it's my wonderful bride oh, the cops would like to talk to you and I, hey how's it going
1: <laughs> this is the assailant how, how may i help you
0: and the, the guy was cooler than hell man He was like a kind of a small town like cop and i was like hey yeah and i just kind of told the story and uh all right, well, we know who you are. I mean, we're going to be able to find your address. And it's, all right, man, I'll, I'll, I'll come back. So I went down there, and uh, he didn't even cuff me. I had to go to jail, obviously. Um, <laughs> he didn't cuff me or anything. Threw me in the back of the car. My phone rang. And this was before phones were very prevalent. So I'm like, God, oh, I answered. He's like, you're not supposed to be talking on the phone. You're going to jail. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just be a quick call with my buddy. He's like, well, what do you want me to do with your kids? and uh it was it was pretty funny uh like i say not at the time i was able to uh go into jail and thank god my good buddy was able to get me a bail bondsman and front me some cash and i got out that night and uh when i went to court they they wanted to lock me up and i was like nothing they they, I i gotta go to work man i can't be in jail so, they gave me, like, 200 hours of community service. Holy cow. So, I was walking the highways of byways of in friggin' Northwest Florida, picking up garbage with the dirt bags of society for every weekend for months. But I didn't have to go back to jail. So. But, like I say, this was a long, long time ago, but I just... I always thought that was kind of funny. You know, who the hell beats up the cook at the Waffle House? And then I was banned permanently from that Waffle House. Luckily, not the rest of them, they said, but that one I was never allowed to go back to.
1: So when your wife at the time was working there, you couldn't visit her anymore? No, no, ah. no.
0: And, it, of course, it went down a hole. And then it turns out the guy she was talking to was some dude she ended up having an affair with. And uh. Uh, you know, it's a slippery slope. Before you know it, I'm. Heading west with two kids, a black dog, my guns, and what fit in the
1: back of a short
0: bed Chevrolet. So, uh.
1: Well, that's a, yeah, that's a living country song right there. Oh, it
0: was, it was, but uh, it's all worked out fine. It just, that was, I thought it was friggin' hilarious. And then I, you know, I was still battling my, this stuff when I'd come back, and, uh, I ended up getting a letter in the mail, and the, the guy was suing me for lost wages of, you know, uh, for a week's wages it because he was dealing with his broken nose. And so he sued me for like $250, lost wages for a week. Really?
1: <laughs> yeah. So did you have to pay it? Um, I never did. Um, I just stopped answering those calls.
0: <laughs> well, I called the gal that was my probation officer out there. And uh, I told her about this. I didn't find out till it was like the date was already set and everything. And all she told me was, hey... You're out there. Don't ever come back here.
1: <laughs> Stay and, away from Florida. <laughs> yeah. Said, don't ever
0: come back here. Uh, and I said, well, I didn't plan to, but she said, yeah, I said, and she was, everybody said she was a hard ass. She just was sick of dealing with white trash idiots. She seen that I wasn't a complete loser. So she was cool to me. You were a level
1: two, not a level one. I
0: was well, but She could see, uh, you know, I had some outlying issues and, you know, so she was cool and she just, that's what she told me. And
1: I didn't really listen to
0: her. I went back on vacation a couple years later. Um, I went back in that Waffle House. <laughs> I I didn't cause any trouble, of course, but uh I just went I was down there on vacation and uh hanging out. You know, this is years after I moved back. But I always thought so if I if I go to uh Scambia County, Florida, am I going to have a active warrant still? I don't know. I hope not.
1: Only one way to find out. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be <laughs> Robert only on the Filthy Spoon Water Power. Oh, yeah. They're going to track me podcast. down now, man. John is uh, – I wonder
0: what interest on that Waffle House Cook's wages is.
1: John's doing some hard time at the moment for <laughs> skipping out on his civil suit. Well,
0: there wasn't – I don't remember the – this was a long time ago. But I remember the gal just like, hey – You know, because by the time it had gotten to me with all the Ford and I was – You know responsible enough to forward my mail but by the time it got to me the court date for it had already long passed Mm. so who knows i don't know I, as far as i know i've traveled internationally and everything since then you think if i had a warrant it might have got you know picked up on maybe that guy he's out there listening i'm really sorry you were on the right track man i should have just listened to you what you did my smothered covered and uh isn't that what they call it down there? They have their secret menu, smothered, covered. Smothered, covered, and peppered is always what I used uh-huh. to do. Yeah. Man,
1: I like Biscuits gravy. Yeah, I
0: always did the Texas uh, cheese steak plate, smothered, covered, and peppered. And I put cheese on it, and I think the covered is the cheese. The smothered, I think, is onions, and then peppers is the
1: uh, this poor guy at the time was just trying to tell you that your wife's the polygamist yeah
0: yeah my wife was a filthy whore and i just uh you know like i say that's what you know some of the horrible things white trash do you know that that's
1: is true yeah involuntary yeah. polygamy that's a very white yes, trash yes, trait. Yes, yes.
0: yes yes it is you know
1: that's a term i came up with a few months ago uh it's a good one yeah you know i think cheating's kind of a harsh term involuntary polygamy Yeah,
0: that's, yeah, yeah, that's great. You
1: know, you're sitting there you go, hey, listen, uh, we need to talk. Uh, we're actually polygamists. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. We're not polygamists, honey. No, no, no. We're, I don't think so. It's like, oh, well, actually, yeah. involuntarily, you are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pretty funny. <you laughs> are, man.
1: <laughs> oh, man. that Yeah, that's some real, real, you're down in the, down at the bottom tier of the spectrum when you're,
0: Oh, yeah. Like I said, you know, I, that's uh, probably why I'm such an expert on this list is I think I've been about every level. Nice. I don't know many people that have spanned all five. Like I say, a lot of people might start life as a three depending on their raising, but then they go and just get completely off of it. But I don't think many folks have
1: ever You're like not me. I'll never get off of it
0: eh, at this point. I mean, I don't really see a way off unless I you know, completely do a lifestyle change and I kinda like the way I'm living. So I'm I'm <laughs> comfortable my own skin, man. At four or five, I'm I can roll with that. Yeah.
1: I mean you're 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 well into the home ownership range of that at that uh at that tier. I mean you're doing better than yeah. good percent of Americans are.
0: Exactly. I got a career, you know, and I don't got a bunch of debt. You know, I'm doing all right, you know.
1: So. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm about to uh you know, I think we've we've talked about this throughout every podcast, but this is not a dry show, so we uh we do imbibe while we're while we're on the podcast i'm gonna crack open another one here and uh I know you're sitting there with a farmer's light oh yeah and oh, i I son. heard that uh you guys once again uh ran ran Lincoln out
0: we did man i I'm a little disappointed in it. I'm probably gonna call a guy next week about it again because this is the second time in a row. I don't think we ran Lincoln completely out, but it's kind of a pain when our local store we run out within three days. Yeah. Um. And they just need—I don't know if I need to talk to the store. I mean, I—I I don't go and get it myself, but I tell all the guys I send down there, tell them to get more. And I guess if it keeps emptying out, they maybe they'll figure it out. We need to stock more here, but sure, it's definitely. Becoming a problem trying to track the stuff down on a regular basis. So I went to a Bel Air in Rhodesville last night, and they had all kinds of 12-packs of it, though. And I was like, dang, why don't they do this with the friggin' Tower Martin Lincoln, man? We'd be sitting pretty. So I bought, shit, I think I bought four 12-packs last night because I was so excited to see that many of them.
1: <laughs> there's, there's still one 12-pack left right now.
0: Yeah, I'll probably get that on the way home because <laughs> 12ers are hard to come by.
1: Yeah, you know I follow, uh, you know follow them on on Instagram. Uh, as everyone should also uh, follow us at Filthy Spoon Waterfowl. Yeah, they uh,
0: follow us too. They yeah, like us.
1: By far, uh, follow Farmers Brewing, and I saw the other day that they were coming out with a hazy IPA, which I know you're not an IPA guy, but I thought the logo was kind of cool. They call it the Garage Dweller.
0: Yeah, and I thought if you go out there, if you see it, that is the the building i think they call the meth lab that's a version of that where Ah, he started doing this stuff before they built the big brewery he started doing it in that little shack
1: nice and it looks just like that oh so i'll have to check it out you know it's still on my list of things to go do whenever i get time you know you got no time to get on the river i got no time to really do anything right now with all this dang baseball going on
0: i know i i see they post all the time they're doing cool stuff out there i i tried to find a way to make it out there today after doing this or something and it just it wasn't in the cards
1: well our, uh right i'll throw i'll throw us under the bus to our listeners but uh, we did fool around quite a bit with their technology learning what uh yeah. this new technology that superior equipment repair got us
0: yeah it uh it definitely and we're gonna have to fool with it some more but i think all in all we we
1: it's great got it
0: pre- oh it's great it, we awesome. just got to figure out how to use it but yeah it's uh you know, yeah, we started out, I think we did almost 10 minutes, and then we had a little hiccup, and we f- uh, found out that we never hit the play button.
1: <laughs> so, you
0: know, that's... uh. Yeah, that was kind of a, that kind of moment there for a minute, because, uh, you know, that's part of this. Uh, we don't quite know what we're doing, but we'll figure it out. So,
1: so I think, you know, I know where that... That brewery's out out by Princeton, but uh, is it just uh, like in the middle of rice country, or
0: it's literally yeah. in the middle of rice country? I mean, it it wasn't a brewery until we built it a couple of years. I mean, it's it's not off of nothing. I mean, they're on one of them. You know, they name all them roads up there. In Numbered right? county? It's a WW or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's literally. It's pretty cool, man. You build it, and they will come. Because I mean, every time I go out there, there's freaking people there. So, and it's. I don't think it's that far from Chico, but like I said, it ain't that far from me and Gridley either. But, I mean, you're you're heading out of there, and they're, you're not going to stop anywhere else unless you've been on the river fishing or something.
1: Yeah, well, um, I saw that, you know, we thought Slough House was going to open that up again, but it looks like that, that uh, the buyer fell through according to their social media, so they're Uh-oh. looking for another buyer. Because that'd be a pretty sweet spot, too, to go. If you're on the river, you can oh, pull right up yeah, to it. That place is awesome, man. Yeah, like, you and I went out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I didn't hear that, that the fire fell through. Ah, look, it's a weird times, man. This economy right now, it's weird times.
1: Well, I saw in the news, and, you know, that uh, I guess Biden's going to start uh, requiring student loan payment again. I guess the federal student loans, and I really don't know what about on this, but... Um, you know, I don't have any student loans to deal with, thankfully, but, um, I guess cause COVID, they put everything on pause and then uh, they never, they never unpaused it. So everyone's been, you know, used to not having to make that payment and you know how it is. If you, uh, you always tell yourself like, Oh, if I don't, if I, you know, if I only didn't have to do this, I would, I'd be rich. Right. If I no, didn't have a house no. payment, if I didn't have a car payment,
0: something else always takes its spot. and it, so it, all these 100%. people are freaking out, they got to start paying back their debt. Yep. I'd like to know how many of the percentage of those people are actually in the field that they went to college for.
1: Probably not that many. I don't think that yeah. many. Or actually the sad thing is there's a lot that never finished. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. I mean it what a I don't know. There's probably well, I think our, I think I know our listener base fairly well. I don't think there's too many out there listening to us. They're like, Oh, I, I hate what you're saying, you know, I love everyone needs to go to college, but truth be told, it's like I don't know. You better have a plan if you're going to spend that kind of money.
0: uh, It better work out. Yeah. Unless you go in the military and you get a GI bill to cover that or whatever. uh, I don't know.
1: I mean, nothing like starting off your first 40s. My high
0: school freaking working at Burger King when I thought I was on top of the world in my mid-20s working in the woods, logging, going in there, nothing but cash in my pocket at the time. And it's like, eh. Ah, Who knows? You probably live in a mansion now or something. But I mean, (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny um no i don't
1: well she wasn't fighting people at waffle house
0: no most definitely not most definitely not yeah i've took a rough road around to you know get out of that level but uh i don't know uh like my daughter sharon she's smart enough to go to college if she needed to but she's a worker and fool and i think she'll be much better off without doing it you know Uh, yeah for the type of work she wants to do
1: yeah, you absolutely. Know, I mean, obviously,
0: if you want to be a nurse or something, you're going to have to go to school. You want to be a lawyer, sure. or, you know, a doctor, or, but just these generalized things where you go to study, you know, Latino arts or something, you know what I mean? It's like it just, I don't know.
1: Gender studies.
0: Gender studies. That'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Well, you, know, you might be surprised. No, I don't have any student debt either.
1: That does surprise. I mean, yeah. you, you. what did we say during the white trash episode? You are a social scientist. You you managed to figure that out, the white yeah, trash chair system, without free. Yep. Yeah. Oh, without yep. going into debt. Yeah. Funny. That, yeah, that's excellent.
0: Yeah. I got uh, to like say, I'm sure there's plenty of college-educated folks that will
1: argue about it, but
0: I don't know. If you're willing to get your hands dirty in this world and you uh, – have a decent work ethic you can with a high school diploma you can do a whole lot
1: sure i think having a decent work ethic and and making some reasonable choices with your money is a big part of it oh yeah 100
0: percent. reasonable choices with money is one thing that this tier system that's not a big part of it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're 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 uh at what level do you get a, a bank account
0: i would think that uh you know, a tier two is probably gonna have a bank account. Really, yeah, I mean,
1: really, I've I, I gotta say I've met a lot of people, uh, especially around here, uh, that are in the you know lower tiers of of this spectrum, or at least I would assume they are, and uh, and they don't have bank accounts. They have like the Walmart money card. Well, we've uh, yeah, we've definitely yeah. ran into that with people that go to you know the
0: check cashing places yeah. and things like that. That's definitely tier tier three. We'll get into a little bit of that crap, but. Um, I mean, lots of times, and you got to remember, I'm an older guy, but having a bank account was handy because you could write fake checks. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as big a thing anymore, you know? And so I'm sure a lot of them end up in trouble with banks and then don't have it. But that's, that's pretty much level two territory for the most part of level three. Don't get me wrong. He's going to go overdrawn here and there. Level three will, but he can probably have a bank account. I mean, it. He probably have a savings account, but I mean there probably be like seven dollars in it. Right. You know,
1: it's the minimum to keep that you thing. Yeah, minimum
0: because oh we got to have a savings so we don't charge you for checking type deal or uh. something. So he ha- he might have that, but yeah, it's uh you got to be kind of a fucking loser to not have a bank account. I mean uh, that's you're getting uh, very down. Yeah.
1: There's that's I, I guarantee level ones. Oh, level one, yeah. yeah level. I was
0: say they're on the edge of homelessness and they're yeah. criminals, and they've probably been banned from banking because they bounced so many checks in the past, and well, you know that can happen, you know.
1: Well, yeah. Remember they used to always have those like loan loan shark places that with the money cashing, the check cashing. Um, I don't know if you know this, but now like the loan shark stuff, it's all online. It's all these apps. Oh yeah. Yeah. So people they'll download like ten apps and just front themselves you know, their paycheck ten different times. Yep. And then uh, basically they're screwed. Yep. And that's, <laughs> it's insane. And see, and, and, you know, the way our
0: governor thinks around here, you know, he he's going after them people like they're they're the problem. Right. The predatory lenders that are keeping everybody down. It's like maybe you should educate people that this is not a good way to fucking get the next payday. Yeah. Instead of blaming the friggin', you know, innovative guy that found a way of manipulating the white trash system himself. He's working off the lower end of it instead of the higher end of it, like a regular business would. But sure. You know, it's, I guess it's just a different way of looking at it.
1: Well, yeah, there's plenty. Listen, I have no nice things to say about our governor here. Um, you know, we were talking earlier before the podcast about our last, our last governor uh, Brown and how, you know, Newsom makes Brown look like a pre- pretty reasonable guy. You In know, many I, ways, and
0: I friggin' said this when he was governor. I mean, don't get me wrong; I never liked old Moonbeam or whatever he called himself. But that dude vetoed a whole bunch of these stupid, like we can't get mail order ammo anymore. He vetoed all that stuff, right? And he actually duck hunted. You know, he—I think was it out of Williams? He yeah, had big I'm, su- I'm
1: sure he, I'm sure he's had better hunts than you and I can oh, yeah, dream no. of.
0: And I mean, it, obviously he's all old, so he's a little bit different of a mindset. You know where. You know, Democrats and Republicans ain't like it is now. Right. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. He did a lot of horrible stuff. But he was also – there was a little bit of crotchety old man there that kind of kept him balanced, in my mind. With New- Do you think Newsom duck hunts? Hell no, man. Um, he lives on a beautiful house that he somehow – right on the river in Fair Oaks, I guess, he has some beautiful house that he manipulates, some tax scam thing. And nobody talks about that. But.
1: <laughs> well, I mean – so we're not gonna have time to get it uh, into it on this episode, but we're gonna have to talk about the Australia duck hunting thing at some yeah, point. This, this is
0: important. This that episode is gonna be—I I don't want to say a downer, but somewhat of a downer. But it's just something's gotta be talked about because this shit can be at our friggin' doorstep tomorrow.
1: Well, yeah, and that what you're talking about—the difference between Jerry Brown and and Newsom—it really just uh, made me think about that because, uh, you know, even even an old school you know Democrat was still. Still did, like, American things. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean,
0: I remember friggin' – and this is – I remember John Kerry hunting the eastern shore of Maryland and standing there with a friggin' Canada goose. Yeah. In 2004, like, yeah. uh, getting the eastern shore of Maryland, showing them on just like that. And it's not, You ain't going to see friggin' Newsom doing anything like no. that. Or any – that kind of Democrat, you know. Can
1: you imagine Newsom in a duck blind? That hair gel would scare the birds oh, away. Oh, It'd <laughs> be flaring off his hair. His okay. hair gel. I, I –
0: this isn't a political podcast. I can't stand that guy, though. That guy is the phoniest. I, I have no idea. I hope they put him up nationally because he'll get friggin' the floor white. Right. On. He's a fraud. I mean, he's the phoniest bastard I ever friggin' dealt with as a governor.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, like you said, yeah, this isn't like we're not like super political or anything. But we have to acknowledge that uh, certainly one one side of the spectrum seems to be going uh
0: well they're against what our passion yeah, is, is right. duck hunting and a lot of the other freedoms but bottom line it's the waterfowl
1: and, it, and it's changed that's changed it used to not be that way no it wasn't yeah
0: no the way you know there were things to argue about but this this whole crazy swing to the left and i guess on the right there's some other crazy right people sure too. but i mean we're talking about our duck hunting here right. it's like yeah you know, it's, it's
1: when it comes to duck bad. hunting it's pretty much Folks on the left side of politics that are threatening hunting in in general. The
0: far left, although I spent some time at a friggin' duck camp down in uh, Augustine. A bunch of union workers down there. Right. And they were all Democrats.
1: Well, that was kind of the old school, like, Democrat Party, though. It was. And a lot of them, I think, were leftovers
0: from it. But it's like, this ain't who, you know, (laughs) they keep paying your union dues, man. But they're not supporting your way of life, you know.
1: Yeah, things are are changing. I think... uh, you know i i think last uh last last regular episode not the white trash one though we you know sometimes we say we say things we're kind of joking around about the whole guest thing and stuff but like we we want people to to do this
0: Heck yeah you know yeah we, we joke around and we make yeah that was a that's a good thing to bring up robert because we encourage people to do this it's fun we love it i myself so i didn't start duck hunting until i was in my late 20s um just because of access and i grew up in the hills and it wasn't prevalent uh the pilgrimage to the valley at the time especially when i was a kid my dad didn't hunt my older brother did but he so much older than me he's the one that actually got me into the outdoors but he was he lived out of town by the time i can remember and so that was it was kind of a oh i always wanted to do it but other than jump shooting a pond you're not going to do any real duck hunting you know living where i did right and we see it all the time. We got a couple of new members in our club this year and they're, they're older guys and they're successful guys. So they got a little bit of money where they can afford to do this. Yep. And then through different members, Hey, Oh yeah, you want to, yeah, I want to do that. And then they're, so they're, you know, grown men that are new hunters. And I think that's going to be part of what's going to save this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: I, because we need to, you know, retain, recruit and retain hunters. And of course, you know, our kids hunt. Yeah, you know, we'll see if they do when they're older or not, and time will tell. But there's so many adults that are getting into it later, and I think they need to be encouraged. You know, not to be browbeat, Because I mean, anybody knows you post on any of these social
1: media sites. Oh yeah, go go to some, and I don't I don't even know the name of the site, but you know, NorCal Waterfowl or whatever on some Facebook group and ask, you know, new hunter, where should I go? Oh my word! Oh yeah, you just get hammered, you know, and uh, and at. Uh,
0: a lot of it's kind of like, well, I I, I understand kind of both sides of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would never ask a question like that on no. there. But at no, the same no, no. time, be nice to these guys, dude. I run into guys like that at their refuge sometimes when I'm out there. And I mean, not that I'm some master hunter, but right. if there's something I know that I can help out with, I help out with it, you
1: know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before, but, you know, if we're like new to an area wanting to get into something, you know, wanting to get into waterfowl there, like. I I tell people all the time who are like, hey, I want to, you know, I see you posting on Instagram and stuff, like how, you know, I want to get into that. I tell them, uh, I don't mind taking you or whatever, but maybe, eh, you know, maybe, depends. (laughs) But, you know, a good way just to show that you have some skin on the game is like pay a couple hundred bucks and go with a guide. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, they're going to, because really they're going to be, A, more experienced than I am at, at showing you how to do it, right? Like yep. I might be an experienced waterfowler, but I'm not. Gonna, I'm not like an experienced teacher. Yeah, and and, and
0: guides deal with all yeah different all kinds sorts of levels of people. Yeah. yeah,
1: and then it shows too. Like I'd I'd be much more willing to take someone as a guest that's like you know been on a couple guided hunts and and has and a little skin the in the game.
0: and I mean, them guys do it for a living. That's their so yeah. livelihood. So they want to get you on birds. You know. Yeah. You know, sometimes you see guys post, you know, shitty things about their experience with a guy. Well, you're not hunting in a zoo, man. Right. You know, there's certain aspects that they could do, but I never, never say a word when we're, you know, we go on a couple guided hunts yeah. here and there. You know, we went up to Washington. Yep. I never question what they're doing, their tactics. These guys are out here every friggin' day. Right. You know, and I mean, you know, there's sometimes I've like, ah, been a little nice. if We did this, but it's like at the end of the day, I'm never gonna say anything because it's like these guys are pros, dude. You know. Yeah. As much as, you know, we love this, we're still amateurs, you know what I mean? We're we're working guys. So it's, I think, the guided hunt deal, and I think it's, no matter what age you are, I think it's kind of a good deal to just work through the system. Make sure you're really into it and dedicated to this. And, I mean, obviously we had a couple guys jump a level and not do the refuge thing. Go do the refuge thing. See how it is out there. I mean, it's plenty of birds, but it's a rat race, super competitive. Go on some guided hunts. Oh yeah, this private land hunting's a little bit better, you know. And then you know maybe drop your cash on trying to lease a blind or something. I know? mean
1: honestly, take so take the shotgun and waders and jacket out of it, right? Because I mean, that how much you spend on all that stuff's gonna vary. Like how much if you, if you just ask me, like, what shotgun should I buy? I'm gonna tell you a more expensive shotgun than you're probably gonna naturally gravitate to if you're not into this. Yeah. If you tell me what waders you get, I'm yeah, I'm gonna tell you get some Sitka, get some Shane. Don't even waste your time on the, on anything else. Um, I'm
0: a little different. I'll tell someone that's bringing it into it. I'll tell them, Hey, you know, get an eight seventy. try to go to a pawn shop, and find an old wingmaster. You know, the expresses are kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. You know, I'll tell, I, I'll, I'm a little different on that. I, you know, I'll say, Hey, I got this expensive shit cause I've been through this, but if you're only plan on hunting two or three times a year, which good for you, everybody's got busy yeah. lives and bitchy wives and you know, it's, Sometimes, you're, it's just not available to for everybody to do. I mean, we've carved it out in our lives for all our family, and they know it's duck and We're going. So right. Yeah. It don't matter. You know What do you mean we're going on vacation? Waterfowl so, Widow. That's the way it is. Yeah. And, I mean, we've been able to carve that out. Some guys aren't able to do that. True. Know? So, I tell them, get, you know, and if you're wanting a semi-auto, you get, what, that SX-3 or whatever like you? Yeah. I try to see how much they are, you know, they're diehard about it. Well, this is the good stuff. This is the... Good stuff, but not that much.
1: See, I think just skip right to a semi-auto at this point. They've I guess if they're an adult, yeah. Back in the day, I, I don't. I mean, I like st- I hunted with a pump. We yeah, all hunted with a pump. I like pumps. pumps, man. Yeah,
0: my twenty gauge is a pump.
1: But man. once you start doing a semi-auto, you don't want you don't want a pump.
0: Well, yeah, it. I agree, and you screw yourself up if you go back and forth. I know that because I do that with my. uh 'cause I my BPS twenty gauge is a pump. Yeah, and I'll forget to pump or
1: I'll pump it too much, or, you know, so. But really, if you're wanting to get into waterfowl and you're serious about it, get yourself going, like, you know, let's say one season, you want to do three guided hunts, a refuge pass, and put in for every weekend you're available. What are you looking at? 1,500 bucks? Yeah, I mean. That's cheaper than most blinds. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper.
0: And you're probably going to have some pretty decent hunts on the guided hunts. There's always the days, but... Yeah. We've never, like, you know, you're not going to get skunked.
1: Right. You
0: know, I mean, it's, well.
1: But $1,500 investment to do all that for a season? I mean, I, I, that's a good, I feel like that's a good way to cut your teeth. So you do the guided hunts to kind of learn. You do the refuge. You know, if you draw on a refuge, you'll find someone that will take you and show you how to. Oh, yeah. And then you got to sign yeah.
0: blinds and stuff. And, I mean, you can.
1: So you put in the resis. And if you if you have a, you know, if you drew a resi or you go and draw a decent lotto. You can find there's a hundred dead guys out there that'll show you how to. Oh, how to I hunt see. The sometimes refuge.
0: people post online about wanting to take somebody, and then they have a hundred. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. So.
1: I thought you were gonna say people post online like, "Hey, just let everyone know if you if you need to. You know, I'm a I'm a pro at Yolo. If you if you draw a low well, number, let that me that know, too. and I'm kind enough where I'll jump on your resi with you and.
0: I've seen that too. Yeah, <laughs> and I hey, me. If it works for them, good luck. You know, because. You're, you know, a younger guy work it or in school or whatever, and it's like, dude, you, you want to get on, and yeah. you can't always get on. It's, it's like, an well, angle, right? Yep, it's an angle, so I mean, hey, good for them, but I don't know. Um, we do encourage people to hunt, though, because I got a little bit of feedback, making it sound like we uh, weren't welcoming, and we are. It just, you know, as you go up into this more and more, you, you know, you get, you know, everybody acts like they want to do this shit and then when it comes down to either the time and money then all of a sudden they don't so it gets you a little bit sour but on all, all we encourage guys and you know we've had a couple of guys that were newbies a few years ago and now they're freaking diehards you know yeah for sure you know so it's cool and i like i say i don't want anybody to get scared off that's why i always kind of give them the lower end options don't get scared off like said, yeah 50 some of these guys, they go tell their wife, "Hey, well, it's going to be about fifteen hundred bucks for me to do this stuff." It's like, what? You know? So I don't recommend you. And you're going to miss away. little
1: Johnny's basketball <laughs> game.
0: Yes, yes, you're. Yeah, the the, or the the almighty soccer tournament. Oh where God! You're there. You got to get there at seven in the morning, and then they don't play till three o'clock. But you got to be there at seven, and then oh, they won, so now we got to be here till six.
1: Uh, all to these. Play the, uh, <sighs> Yeah, all these people in their Dodge Chargers <laughs> rushing into the soccer field. It's uh, like this is like the, the uh, you know the exact opposite of my life. Yes, yes. I, well, you're at yeah, well are at the baseball field pretty regularly. Yeah. Well, ba- see, baseball, duck hunting, these are American pastimes. I I agree. Babe Ruth. Oh, he yeah. ducked kind of like crazy. Ba- in in here in our area, in oh, Northern yeah? California. Yeah.
0: Dude, there's some crazy history. I wish we could find some old guy to bring on that knew a lot about. I mean, yeah, all the friggin' crazy stuff that's going on in D10, all the Hollywood people that are yeah, out Buster there. Yeah, Buster
1: Posey was hunting D10 oh, yeah. recently, so yeah, even well, these see days. seen the a video of him yeah. showing
0: his clip, but yeah, I mean, back in like the golden oh, years yeah. of it, you know. Yeah. Bing Crosby yep. had something up here. I hear friggin' uh, Joe DiMaggio, because he yep. was from San Francisco, he hunted out here. I mean, it's there's a lot of cool, cool history where we're
1: the at. T- uh, you know, I might, who you knows, I just wing it on these things. But didn't Frank Sinatra duck on it? I bet he ducked duck on it. That seemed like his era. He I'm, I'm going to Google it.
0: Uh, I don't know
1: what Clark Gable.
0: Clark Gable ducked on it, I think. I think he had a club down in Southern California, and he brought a woman with him, and like they were all freaked out and stuff or something one time. But, no, nah, definitely a cool sport. We love it. Encourage people to do it. What you looking up? See if Frank Sinatra hunted.
1: Yeah, my Google skills are not, uh, not very well. I'm he like, was, you Google one, one thing like that, and then you get all this music. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't care about his music. I mean, his music's fine, but I'm trying to find out if this guy duck hunted or not.
0: I haven't heard. I mean, he was some northeast kind of friggin' mafioso hanging uh, around. He, I don't know if he did or not.
1: Look, everyone loves a duck hunt.
0: Well, especially back in the day. Yeah, I mean. And yeah, there's a lot of people now. I hear one of the dudes, and I'm not a friggin' rock and
1: rock and roll guy,
0: but uh, one of the dudes in Metallica a duck hunter. Really? I
1: think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, could you imagine? I mean, if you're if you're like that level of success, right? I mean, pff, the hobbies you must just yeah when well, you I mean, have time. I, think, uh,
0: I can't remember which one it is. Somebody yeah. that's a friggin' rock and roller probably knows, but. Uh, yeah, he's a big-time duck hunter. They had to kind of keep it under wraps because, you know, they're from San Francisco. Don't want to get canceled. Yeah, you know, and then I know a couple of years ago there was a big San Jose Sharks player that duck hunted a lot, and obviously
1: Buster Posey. Well, sports is, I mean, like, you know, obviously I'm a baseball guy, but I think baseball and, like, duck hunting go hand-in-hand. Hand. Same type of guys. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Seems
0: that way, yeah. It seems like a lot of baseball. There are a couple of football players that do it, too. Sure.
1: Um, but you got the Copenhagen I mean that's a big like baseball thing the you know chewing tobacco whether it's Copenhagen or like your long your like long chew like Red Man or something but you know there's kind of a lot of uh, a lot of similarities yeah I think you're
0: right a lot of the same people hunt Um, hey James Washington was a Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver from Texas and he duck hunts Um, he's a young guy too he's you know like I don't know. I think he got drafted in 2018 or something. He duck hunts. He's just like a friggin' good old boy, black dude, but like straight Southern, good old boy. Right. Hunts grew up on a farm. His dad farms down there, and he predator hunts like crazy, and he dabbles in duck hunting. He seemed like a hella good guy. He was on a podcast I listened to a couple years ago. Oh, nice. It's always nice to see different folks doing it, you know.
1: Yeah, I listen. I think uh, I think more people should do it. I think I think most. It seems like most people that. Uh, tried duck hunting. Hard you hard you hardly hear anyone that's like, ah, I really thought it sucked. Most people like it. Yeah, yeah, women too, for that matter. Oh yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and like I say, we're we're trying to build allies here. Even too, if you go out, you try it. Oh, I can see why somebody else likes it. Just to kind of keep the anti's out of everybody's life, you know. Yeah. You know, so
1: I don't know. Well, um, man we're already we're already uh at an hour are we yeah yeah mm-hmm. this this seemed to zip by today it um, sure did yeah so kind of kind of kept it light on this this episode but uh but we'll have to talk about the issue in australia folks can look into it in the meantime and
0: yeah google it man listen to some podcasts all the all the prominent waterfowl podcasts are talking about it right now and you know, you think, who gives a shit about what's going on down there? Well, it can be right at your doorstep, especially here in California. So it's important. We're going to do one on it, probably a downer type one. But, hey, man, if you're into this stuff like we are, you know, it's important. We've got to fight for what we love to do, you know. so
1: Yeah, so maybe maybe before next podcast, you know, get a bottle of wine, turn on some Alanis Morissette, and uh, <laughs> get some, some candles going and just kind of get in the right state of mind before you. That's,
0: that's a good idea. <laughs> That's a great idea, Rob. I don't know where I came up with that, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, with this uh, screwing around for an hour, I I drank quite a bit more than I planned. Do you think your wife will
1: mind if I crash on your couch? I think she would mind, yeah. She but uh, would. yeah, but you know, it's early enough where we can get some Gatorades going for you, get the electrolytes back in. Um, you know, I'm not going to quit drinking though, no matter what. So I don't know man. We uh I mean hi- highway seventy has pretty low speed limits these days. I think you might be okay if you need to walk. Yeah, I gotta count how many municipalities I gotta dodge <laughs> to get
0: down to Roadsville, so, but I think I could probably make it. You know, it's not probably not as quite as bad as uh listeners might think. But <laughs> we'll hang out a little while before I hit the road. But there you go. It's been an awesome uh w- week, this is a good show. Uh we're gonna continue with this uh technology deal we got going on and figuring it out and we appreciate y'all listening and keep the messages coming in man we love it we heard we, we pissed off a couple Dodge Charger people I, we were hoping to piss off more we did get a couple but nothing like funny enough to read to you but we're gonna as we compile them we're gonna print them out and then read back some of these goofy responses of these people yeah if you
1: want to send this hate mail you got to make it you got to make a little yeah, better get creative you wanna,
0: yeah you know? I mean it, you know it's just so it's it's nothing that's comedy gold, so
1: quite frankly the hate mail we've received it's just not worthy of, of No, it's reading. hardly worthy of mention, but it
0: is funny. Um I, I just love that it, you know, gets under some people's skin. But uh once again we can't thank superior equipment repair enough and uh guess that's about all we got, huh, Robert?
1: All right. Well sounds good. We'll do it again soon. All
0: right, man. We'll see y'all next week.